Welcome back, everyone, to the first episode of Season 2 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Cresson, and alongside me, the well-esteemed, amazing co-host... Ryan Ferran. Jesus, I really thought God. I understood what I was going for there. No, but uh, uh, I'm, we, I'm here. Me and Ryan just got back from Scream 5, which is really just called Scream, and mm. we had a really great time watching this, actually. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised and i'm a big scream guy ryan not so much i've seen the first one but i haven't seen any of the other ones but i like this one a lot yeah no as i've said when we left them it was probably right up there with the original in my opinion which Mm -hmm. never happens in my opinion especially with horror once you get past the second one it's usually not a good good thing yeah but recently halloween's came back and done some good this has come back and done some good next we just need a freddy and a jason movie yeah friday 13 nightmare on elm street but uh, yeah, this was directed by Matt Benatelli Oplin and Tyler Gillett, and I think they did a really great job. Yeah, I thought so too. There were some pretty cool shots, like a few one takes in there. Like it was, it was really well shot and well directed. I thought, and they did a great job of using like their meta horror style. Yeah, by like taking all the tropes and not using them. Yeah, like they would hold the door open for something, you'd wait for the door to close, and there'd be nothing behind. The music mm-hmm. would start building up. Yeah, there were like there were a lot more fake out jump scares than there were actual jump scares. But then the actual jump scares were actually pretty effective. I thought like they weren't very cheap. They were no, good. they because yeah. there's not many jump scares throughout the film. Yeah, no, but there's a lot of use of built like tension. Yeah, a lot of tension and build up. James Vanderbilt and James Vanderbilt. He wrote the main Spider Man. Did he? Yeah. Wow. And Spider Man two and three oh, with wow. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And also Guy Busick wrote the screenplay, and I thought I thought the dialogue was good. Yeah. So there was a I... couple of cheesy lines. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's, that's an all the screen movies. Yeah, that's pretty expected. And I think all the actresses and actors did a really great job. I mm-hmm. think me, and you both agreed that the one girl, the girlfriend, didn't do a great job. Yeah. Sonia Omar, who plays Liz McKenzie. Yeah, she wasn't great. I mean, I think worked, she, but she, she worked. Just, she wasn't, yeah, she, she wasn't was in that much. To be honest, she was annoying. She was really annoying. But uh, the character, Neve Campbell as Sydney Prescott, Fantastic. kills it like she yeah, always absolutely. does. Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers did Fantastic. a great job. Our boy David Arquette mm-hmm. did a really great job as Fantastic. Dewey Riley, and the rest of the list: Melissa Barrier, Barrier mm-hmm. did great as Samantha Carpenter, and I think she was pretty much the lead. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so too. The OGs really took like a backseat to this movie. Yeah, which is but they I, still I got their better. moments to shine. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think is the right way to do it. You don't want them to kind of outshine the the new people, the new cast. Yeah, and Jack Quaid played Richie Kirsch, who was Samantha's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I love Jack Quaid. We both do. He yeah, did an amazing great. job in this movie. Yep. Uh, Mickey Madison, the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she uh she Lee has the worst resting bitch face I've yeah, we've ever yeah, probably seen. the worst. Ryan Lee seen. leaned over to movie, leaned over to me and said this during the film, and I could not stop it's thinking about it. The worst case of resting bitch face. Yeah, ever. she plays Amber Freeman. She she did a great job. She did a really great job. Great actor. And then Jenna Ortega, which I think we both agree was the best actress. Yeah, I thought so too. Because she had to give like a lot more emotional yeah. stuff to this, and yeah, she, she plays Samantha's younger sister, Tara Carpenter. And then we have Dylan Manette, who people know from 13 reasons why playing mm-hmm. clay he plays wes hicks named after the director of the original ones mm-hmm. wes craven and he he did good he, he's good in all this stuff he's not a great actor but he's a good actor yeah he, he works for what he's in yes most of the time and then there was jasmine savoy brown she was good yeah i liked her character she she's kind of like she's the good. horror expert mm-hmm. and she plays mindy meeks martin and then she has a twin brother by mace played by mason gooding who is chad meeks martin and yep. i really liked him yeah i, I like both them. of them yeah, I thought they were both really good. 
they were kind of like yin and yang yeah. to each other. Yeah. And uh, of course, Marley Shelton, she comes back. She was actually in Scream 4 as the, she was a deputy, deputy Judy Hicks. And this one, she actually plays the sheriff, Judy mm-hmm. Hicks. And she didn't have that much to do. But yeah. they do have a cool little callback, as I leaned over and said to you. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where they mention the lemon squares. Mm-hmm. In the fourth one, she offers them to David Arquette's Dewey's character. Yeah. And Courtney Cox and her like arguing because she's flirting with Dewey a lot. Mm-hmm. She's like, your lemon squares taste like ass. <laughs> so that was why it said the lemon squares are in the fridge. So it was a little callback. And gotcha. there was a couple like really nice callbacks to the original ones. Mm-hmm. Like how they, of course, like, they're in the same house in the end. And stuff yeah. like that. I'm not going to say anything else yet because we are going to do a spoiler half of this. Later. Yeah, later. But uh, all in all, I think, what do you give it out of 100? I uh, I don't know. I was thinking maybe like an 82, 83, something like that. I'd probably give it an 80. Yeah. Because I liked it probably a little bit less than I like No Time to Die. Because mm-hmm. I gave No Time to Die an 82. Gotcha. So, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm higher than you for once. Yeah, that never happens. No, Liquor's Pizza, we gave the same score. Did we? Literally 91. Nice. Yeah. yeah We're still within three points. Yeah, we have all me and Ryan Lee, Spider Man, Spider Man, Dune, Liquor's Pizza. Yeah. And now this. We've been inside within three points of all of them. Yeah. Like we me and Ryan have very similar very views similar on taste. movies. Yeah. And taste. Except for the horror stuff. You're not a yeah, I'm not a guy. horror guy, but You watch this though? Yeah. But this I don't mind like, like slashers and stuff. But this but isn't I... like horror horror. This is no, me, no. As they say, meta horror. There's mm-hmm. a lot of comedy and it's kinda of taking shots yeah. at horror movies in total. Yeah, hundred percent. And I love the beginning where she's like my favorite movie is The Babadook. I was like, <laughs> no one's favorite horror movie is The Babadook. Very good movie. It's not that scary, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I, I think we both had just a really fun time with this movie. Yeah. Did you have a favorite character? Because um, we said Jenna Ortega was the best. Yeah, she wasn't she my was favorite great. character. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Dewey's got to take it. Yeah. Like, Dewey's just always great. He's always great to see. I think I'm going to say Dewey. Or Jack Wade's character. Yeah, I was going to say or Jack was, Wade. He, he was really, really good. He did a really good job. I, I was kind of nervous seeing him come to this. Yeah, so was I. But He's... he did a really good job. And I mean, the Melissa Berrier and mm-hmm. Jenna Ortega both did a great yeah. job. There's nothing yeah. to them. I mean, everybody did a pretty good job. And it was so cool seeing when Ghostface calls Sydney's like, hello, Sydney, like right yeah. from the original. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, that was so cool to hear. Yeah. And I'm such a nerd for nostalgia stuff. So like hearing <laughs> that was like so cool. Yeah. And she, her and Courtney Cox, like the OGs killed it because they're good in every. Yeah. They their movies great. might not be great, mm-hmm. but they're great as these characters. Yeah. hundred percent. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of this. Oh, there wasn't a lot of cinematography. Like there didn't no. need to be a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think what m- creeps me out a lot in horror movies these days is daytime horror. Yeah. Like that scene when a certain character dies in the daylight. Yeah. It's really creepy. That was yeah, it was because good. It, that feels like more realistic. Yeah, like something yeah, happening totally. like during the middle of the day. Totally. And some of those long shots were cool though, like the mm-hmm. one takes. Yeah. And then I did like the way they would tilt the camera and move. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that camera angle is called. I don't know because it tilts and then comes back it, like yeah. arches. Yeah, like a tilt arch shot, probably something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's some. Yeah, it's probably like an arch angle. Yeah. But uh, no, we had a really great time listening. Not listening to this, watching this, and. There was some really cool like, twist. Yeah. Me and Ryan took guesses at the killers. Mm-hmm. I got it right. <laughs> I got it very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan got it very wrong. But uh, no, I think we are going to have to go into a spoiler thing. Cause kind of, all the screen movies are spoiler movies. Like, yeah. It's a, it's a whodunit whodunit horror. Mm-hmm. And you can't talk that much about it without spoiling it. So 
Yeah, if you, if you haven't seen listen it, to this, uh, leave. I would probably skip to the about twenty-two minutes and see what we're talking about. We might be a fans' questions by then. Bye, everyone that's leaving. Yep. But uh, we're gonna give them a couple seconds. Yeah. But uh, all right, let's get into it. Yeah, now. let's get into it. <laughs> uh, the killers. We're gonna start right off with who the killers ended up being. The killers ended up actually being Jack, Jack Wade, Wade and Richard the Kirsch and Mickey Madison, who they played Amber Freeman. Yeah. And she was really good. She was really good, and I hated her. Yeah, but that's yeah, what made but that, that. Yeah, that's that. She that was, was written point. Like, and was, acted perfectly yeah. for the role. Yeah, she was really good. And I love when they first down to like guess the killers. Mm-hmm. Not even before that, when they go to meet Dewey. Yeah. Um, Jack. Jack Quaid and Melissa Berrier. And he says, he's like, he's the killer. Yeah. <laughs> and he points to Jack Quaid. And Jack Quaid's right like, at him. And Jack Quaid kind of has this look of suspicion, but you're thinking it's a scream movie. They're trying to just point at everyone. Yeah. But then more and more things. But then he even gets attacked by the killer, mm-hmm. which I really thought took him out of it. Yeah, I did too. And then when yeah. he went in the basement and I saw it, that's when we were both like, yeah, okay, that's when he, it kinda might, he might be like the killer. Probably him. I was kind of surprised it was Mickey Mouse. I thought they were trying to make her like, because normally yeah. you've seen the first one. Yeah, I they try she was, like, and the make it. Character. Yeah, they always try yeah. and have a cop out. And she mm-hmm. seemed like that cop out character. Totally. Yeah. And then she shot the one. She shot a uh, oh, Liz. Yeah. Liz, right in the face. And it. She was like, "I know you're not the killer. I am." And she I just am. shot she her. Shot her in dead the in the head in yeah, front of everyone. Crazy. Like she didn't try and hide it. No, not at all. <laughs> and uh, no, it was just really cool seeing everyone come back. And I think. One of my favorite scenes was either the scene with Wes Hicks played by Dil Manette mm-hmm. when he's walking throughout his house. Yeah, that was really, really it's good. It's that one take. Yeah. It's, I think it's two takes in the whole scene, mm-hmm. but it's two very long one takes. Yeah, very long. But... And it's just building, building, building. Oh, yeah. That, that's the scene we were talking about in the non-spoilers where it's like a bunch of like fake jump scares. Like you think, it's yeah, gonna come, like, you think he's going to be behind the door. He it keeps opening that. these doors and you think you're going to see something behind them. Yeah. But it nothing ever like, happens. But you kind of figure it out towards the end when he was coming because it did this really close up on him when he was at the door. Yeah. And you're like, okay, they're trying to hide that something is behind him. Yeah. And he he actually gets killed and he gets brutally. Yeah, he gets. He gets stabbed in the neck and then the leg goes in one end. Out you the see other. it come out the other side. Oh, it's it is. Like, and you see cool. it like pushing the skin before. Yeah, it goes it's, it's it's disgusting. Really it's great, great filmmaking though, because it looks super, really real. It looks really good. <laughs> you find out he died. Yeah, <laughs> he died on set. <laughs> but uh, no. And then sadly, his mom also dies. Who is Sheriff Judy Hicks, who's played by Mary Shelton. Mm-hmm. And she had a really cool scene. She's driving to go pick up food for her and her son. And Ghostface actually calls her and says, you're not going to have time to come get your son. Yeah. She drives back. She turns on her siren. She's telling everyone to meet her there. Mm-hmm. And she runs up to the door. And Ghostface was actually waiting for her to run up to the door. And he actually gets her. Yeah. And that's the scene that we were just talking about where it's in the daytime. Yeah. And he stabs her right out in the open. Yeah, right in the front of the house. And that's what makes it so creepy because, like, everyone walks up to the door in the middle of the day. Yeah. I'm not expecting some dude to just be standing there. Yeah, but- no. Yeah, that was yeah, it that was, was a good scene. It was it was a really good scene. It was creepy. I would like to see a scream movie done like the winter with like snow. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty cool. Like nighttime snow. Yeah, because that would be cool. I had a really funny story that we're gonna jump to right now. Mm. I was going on my hike today. Mm-hmm. I'd be going on three hikes a week now. Mm. I was in Ridley Creek Park, just walking. Yeah, and it was snowing, so it was pretty quiet. There was like no one there. Yeah, you remember that whole killer killer clown stuff that was happening in PA a couple yeah. years ago, dude? I was walking. And all of a sudden, I heard like the honk. Really? 
And dude, I I'm not gonna lie, I thought I shit myself. <laughs> and you I like jumped. Clowns, too. Oh yeah, I have like he a big phobia of clowns. clowns. But then I like heard it a couple more times, so I knew I wasn't just creeping myself out. Yeah. And then like, I like I'm not gonna lie, like I'm dead serious. I ran and hid, <laughs> and it was just a dude and his dog. Really, with, like a squeaky toy. But it oh. sound, but like the squeaky toy, even when he got closed, it sounded like a clown. Really. But uh, yeah, that's what kind of creeps me out. And that's why I was talking about. It was in the middle of the day, and I was still like, what the hell? Like, yeah. Like, anything during the day is kind of more creepy because you're not expecting it. Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. And I think that's what they did a really great job of with this movie is that they were willing to make fun of horror enough but still add, like, some new elements to it. Yeah, and they made fun of, like, not only just making fun of horror, they made fun of the Scream franchise more than anything else. Yeah. Like, they were talking, like, they obviously used, like, the Stab, Stab franchise, franchise, which is based which is off the, the movie. It's the Scream yeah. movies. Like and, in uh, the like scream universe or whatever, it's like an but, inception. It was so weird. Yeah, it was really weird, but it was it was cool because they like you could obviously tell they were talking about scream for the whole time that they were talking about all the stab movies, which was I thought was really cool. It was just it was pretty funny. Yeah, no, I uh, I really like that scene with uh, what's her name, Jasmine, who's playing Mindy Meeks Martin, mm-hmm. and she's watching the scene when. Her uncle's sitting on the couch, like, turn around because yeah. he's watching a movie yeah. and screams sneaking up behind her. It's literally, you said a filmception. Yeah. It's- <laughs> and it was such a cool scene because you could tell that they're really just mocking it. Yeah. And the way that they can, they do it so well. Like, mm-hmm. you don't see horror movies get into the fifth movie and it's still, like, enjoyable. Yeah. Because, yeah, the third one's the worst Scream movie. Mm-hmm. But I, in my opinion, the third and the this one. The fourth one and this one are the next two best ones. Really? After the first one. I think the second one's okay. Mm-hmm. But I really genuinely enjoyed the 2011 one because they did what this one did. Yeah. It grew the whole universe and everything. Gotcha. And this one was re- really great with making fun of the Ace Stab movie, which mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the characters. No no yeah. legacy characters. Yeah, there's no legacy characters in that movie. It's just... <laughs> and uh, when you finally... Every screen movie ends the same way. They're usually in a kitchen mm-hmm. having their final battle battle quote unquote and they're trying to set the bodies and the way that jack quaid and her and uh what's the girl's name amber played by mickey madison the bitch mm-hmm. she uh <laughs> the way they were explained was so funny they're like the franchise needs this and like it's yeah. not a fucking movie yeah they were like they were playing toxic fans who wanted to reboot the stab franchise by <laughs> making another ghost face murder yeah like, based just off the original movie though yeah so they were kind of making fun of what halloween did too yeah. By going back with the sequels, but starting right after yeah, the original. The requel, as they called it. Yeah, the requels, which yeah. is a really cool word. I never thought yeah, of it, like a revamp and a re- Yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah, so I'm going to start using that because that is a good terminology. Yeah. And uh, then we finally see Courtney Cox and David Arquette. They're in it a lot more than mm-hmm. Neve Campbell is as Sydney Prescott. Yeah. But as soon as you see Sydney Prescott, I was so excited. Yeah. Because she's like, she is the screen she, franchise. Yeah, 100%. She, she just has the presence. Yeah, like, you know she's the main character. Yeah, even though she was only in it for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, you were like, she's she still, still the main like, goat. She's yeah, the dude. she still did like awesome stuff in the movie. She was still definitely a big part of the movie. She was a badass. Yeah, hundred percent. She kept shooting into the room. Then she <laughs> shot Jack Quaid. He's like, "What are you doing here? I'm hiding. Why didn't you come out and so? You were shooting it. He had a good point. Yeah, very. I good wouldn't point. have came out either. She started <laughs> shooting everything. And uh, sadly, Jack Quaid was the killer. Actually, mm-hmm. but uh, a cool storyline that they added to this was that Samantha is the son of Billy Loomis from the original movies mm-hmm. and they actually got the dude from Riverdale, Jughead's dad. That's who was playing him. Was it? Yeah. 
It's a uh, Skeet Ulrich. Gotcha. Ulrich. Yeah. And she was actually his, that was her father, but her dad didn't know that. It was like a yeah. whole cool storyline that they added in. Yeah. But she kind of was go. She's kind of crazy because she can see her dad in like reflections. And yeah. Stuff. She and those scenes were creepy. Yeah. She's kind of like she is a psychopath. Like she's taking meds throughout the movie and she sees like visions of her dad. Her dead dad because he has all the stabbing yeah, bullet holes stab marks on him. But yeah, he's kind of talking to her, trying to get her to become a killer, like snap. Which, yeah, because then he yells at her when she's driving. That was one of my favorite scenes. That was a really good scene. And he's like, "I want to," sl-, and he like yells, slits and throws. He almost runs through traffic. Yeah, it was that's scary. that's a callback to Scream Four because mm-hmm. there's a scene where when she keeps looking, Hayden uh, Petronelli, mm-hmm. who we were talking about earlier, she's driving and she keeps trying to look in her rearview mirror to talk to her friend, and she stops at like a light, just like and a black pickup truck almost hits her. Really? Yeah, almost oh. the exact same shot. Gotcha. So there was a lot of callbacks to other movies, which I really liked. And they called yeah. back to four a lot. Did they? They didn't mention that Sydney's like cousin or anything went crazy. Mm-hmm. Her niece. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I th- I really did enjoy this movie. Yeah, so did I. Like an 80 for a horror movie is a high score. It's a really high score. Because I think I have The Conjuring 1, which I think in my opinion is the best horror movie ever. Mm-hmm. I think I have that like an 86. Really? Yeah. And that's yeah. So an 80 for Scream I would have never. I think I screamed one at eighty one. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, an eighty overall is pretty, pretty high. Yeah, it's really high. I don't know what I'd give the con. I, I have seen the Conjuring for but like. It freaks some you of it. out though. Yeah, I had my eyes closed for most. Yeah, of it, so but- you're gonna have a different <laughs> viewing. I just enjoy being scared. Oh yeah, I hate being scared. I I'm just I'm terrified. I think the first so- it had. I think I gave it like a seven. Even though I hate clowns, I think yeah. I gave it like a seventy six. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like I can recognize they're good movies. I'm just, you know, I'm a pussy, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, the hospital sequence was a good scene. It was a really good scene. Because you could, Jenna Ortega did a great job showing how hurt she was. Mm-hmm. And so Jenna Ortega is attacked in the beginning of the film, which is shown in the trailer. And she gets stabbed through the hand. She mm-hmm. gets her leg snapped. Yeah, her leg snapped. Snapped. Terrible. And it's a brutal. Oh, it was disgusting. And we never find out which one of them does that. It's probably the bitch. No, I feel like it was him. No, because remember, he was in California with Sam. Not California. Yes, it was. No, she... No. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah, it's in California. Sw- the whole franchise is in California. Oh, They're right. In the yeah. They're in a town. No, I didn't, I didn't know it was in California. <laughs> the whole movie in California. That was whatever. But, yeah, no, it was definitely the bitch, because remember, he was with yeah, Sam he was- at whatever city that was. Well, he could have drove there and drove back. It didn't seem like a far drive. Yeah. Probably the bitch. Probably. We're she just going to say it, it was, was really brutal. So it was say. Amber. Definitely the bitch. But uh, so she gets really messed up. She's all fucked up. And uh, mm-hmm. she's in the hospital and she can tell. She like notices that something's going wrong. Yeah. And so she tries to get in her wheelchair and she's trying to roll it. But with her hand, which is on it now, he's newly stitched. Mm-hmm. She's trying to roll the wheel and you can see the cut slowly opening through yeah, the claw. And it's all claw. bandaged up. The bandage starts it. ripping apart. Yeah, you see the blood starting to get on the wheels from the wheelchair. And then she was... hides and Scream tries to come in. Well, Jack Quaid tries to come yeah, in first. Jack Quaid she comes punches in. him. She hits him with a phone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what was that for? And then Scream attacks him, actually. Yeah, he cuts so him So that, it throws, him all, it throws all mm-hmm. of us off. Yeah, because uh, the bitch just... Cuts him like right on the arm, like really deep. Like, yeah, she slid his arm. Wide yeah, it was it was a bad cut. But then uh, we get probably one of the coolest shots of the movie. Her mm-hmm. coming out of the, she comes out of the hospital in the wheelchair, and Ghostface like stumbles out behind her. Yeah, and he like tilts his head, mm-hmm. and that's always such a cool shot. Like seeing the bad guy, the killer, I guess. Yeah, the slasher killer. Yeah, like Michael Myers, anything like that. It's such an iconic like mm-hmm. suit. 
just like stalking his prey. Yeah, basically. and it just looks so cool. It was so cool. And then we get a cool scene where David Arquette, mm-hmm. Dewey, Dewey comes through the door, comes through the elevator door and starts blasting. <laughs> gets in a cool fight with Ghostface and actually shoots Ghostface and then gets him in the elevator. But decide he forgot to shoot him in the head, which is a big thing in the Scream franchise mm-hmm. and every movie franchise with horror villains. Yeah, and uh, he goes back, but sadly his phone rings. I don't know why. This was actually one of my as upsetting as the too. scene was. He should have just shot the person from he like. He should have. He should have went all the way up to me. You yeah, could, 100%. He could have shot him from like ten feet away. Yeah, him or her. It's mm-hmm. her. It was because Jack yeah. Quaid's in the yeah, elevator, yeah. and uh, it's a really brutal kill. It really was. Because then his she... phone rings and he looks down and Ghostface attacks him and stabs him with a knife in the gut. Yes. Yeah, and then reaches around, gut. stabs him in the spine, and then yeah. bends him in half. Yeah, it was really brutal. And, and like, Gail's when... calling him, and he just and yeah. she had just told her he's going to like be safe and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was bad, but you see, um. You see when he gets stabbed in the gut, Ghostface, the bitch, like pulls the the cloak away, and she's got a bulletproof vest on. Yeah, like the bullets in it, and he's like, "Oh, you know, it's not smart, good." Smart, smart move by Ghostface. It, it was very smart. And Still we get bitch, to though. we get to see the iconic voice box because remember the phone <laughs> rings. Yeah, and you can see them lay turn it on. Yeah, you can see it turn which it was on, a, and flash red, which is really a really cool, cool detail because they always do it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Like in the third one, it's like the super high tech thing that can change to any voice ever. Yeah, which is stupid. That, I, I don't like the third one, mm-hmm. but the way they did with this one was so it was so like simple. It was mm-hmm. just a little voice box. Yeah, it was they just turn like, it on. It was just like in the mask, you just tap it and it turns on. Yeah, no, it was. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, it was good, for sure. Do you have any last things you want to say about it? Um, I know we do have a couple fan questions. Yeah. Um, last things. I mean, just go see it. Like it's genuinely worth a watch. If you've seen the first, you don't have to watch the other ones. I didn't. I didn't really miss anything from not seeing, you know, two, three, and four. Just if you've seen the first one, then you can watch this one. It's it's genuinely a pretty good movie. Yeah. No, I I, I I agree with what you said. I. If you like slasher movies or if you've seen any of the Scream movies, go t- go check this one out. Because yeah. I, if anyone remembers, me and Matt did an episode talking about this, the trailer, and we did nothing but hate on really? that trailer. Because the, tra- the trailer didn't look good. Mm-hmm. The trailer yeah, looked very low quality and everything. Yeah. And I was, I was expecting like a 60. Mm-hmm. So for it to be a 20% higher than what I had projected to yeah. be, it's a big difference. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I... I really did enjoy it, and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think there's much else to say, so I guess we yeah. can go into fan questions. Yeah, also, I want to say, you did say to skip to 22 minutes, and you basically nailed it, so oh my god, you. Great job by me. Yeah. That was a guess, too. That was, that was crazy. Yeah, it was non mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I did forget to ask for fan questions, but I do have a couple written down from before. Mm-hmm. So, I don't remember that, I didn't write down the name, but someone did ask what our favorite horror movies are. Mm. I think that fits this episode perfectly. Yeah. Um, Let me go find something. I mean, I haven't seen many horror movies because I don't like horror movies, but I don't know. I honestly might say this one just because I haven't really seen many others. And this one was good. Like it was it wasn't crazy scary. The kills were really good. It was genuinely pretty funny at times. Acting was good. I I really like this movie. I'd say I think I might say it was this. Yeah, that's not a bad answer. Yeah. And I said The Conjuring is probably Conjuring's the best. My favorite is the 2017 Halloween. Gotcha. I that movie that movie really, is really I that see, movie yeah, scared that me. Great. Like that movie genuinely scared me. Yeah, for like a couple of days. Yeah, honestly, that might be my favorite. It's so scary. This was scary, but this is a different kind of scary. Yeah, this isn't. This like, is like there's a lot of funny scenes. Yeah, 
There's no funny scenes no in twice scenes Halloween. Twice no, Halloween. Okay, and then this is a question from Brian. What's the greatest trilogy of all time? Greatest trilogy. And I think you can. I'm going to say we can split Star Wars up here. Yeah, into trilogies. Yeah, I. It's different. Harry Potter, mm, you can't split up because they're all one. No. Um. Yeah, I'm probably going to go with the the original Star Wars trilogy. I'm going to go with Lord it's, of the Rings. Oh, that's a good one too. Because I I yeah. think all those could have been best pictures. Those winners. are all like ten out of ten movies, hundred percent. There's no such thing as a ten out of ten. I I die on that hill. That there's no really? perfect movie. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think my yeah, Nine The Departed is my favorite movie of all time. I've had is a ninety six, hmm. ninety seven actually. Gotcha. Yeah, because Lord of the Rings, my favorite one's the uh, Return of the King, Return of the King yeah. and that's at ninety five. Gotcha. And that's the highest. Yeah. That, uh, that movie. That movie's that's awesome. Good, that's a good question. That's great. Yeah. Uh, what villains would you want to see in the Matt Reeves trilogy? This is from Matt Zach. Reeves trilogy. I mean, because he is doing a trilogy. Oh, yeah, they confirmed that. I really like the casting of um Joker as the um what's the guy Barry Keegan. Yeah, I think I think that would be awesome. It seems like it's real because his brother tweeted about it and then deleted mm-hmm. the tweet. Yeah, but uh, I no, I I love. Have you seen the Lobster yet? No. Oh, no, it's Killing it. of a Sacred Deer. That's the one, Barry Keegan. No, I haven't seen that one either, but I've been meaning to. It's on Netflix. It, dude, that gives off Joker vibes. Yeah, he. It, Barry Keegan, as people don't know, he plays. Oh my God, what's his name in Eternals? Druig. Druig. Oh, Druig. Druig. Because yeah. he talks about it. He's like, you got to yeah. see me on the big screen, Druig, with my beautiful eyes. <laughs> Barry Keegan's a yeah. fun. I follow him on Instagram. Do you? Funny dude. Yeah, he's great. I love. He's a just really good actor, too. And he was like, in, he's he was in the Green Knight. Was he? Yeah, he's very good in the Green He's creepy in Green Knight. Yeah, I still have to watch that. I've been meaning to watch that for so long. I think I talked about this on here. It's beautiful mm-hmm. with great acting, great uh, just soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Not a great story. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's very it's beautiful. It's though. more of a it, visual movie than a, oh, it is yeah. stunning. But uh, that's a great question. And is there anything else you want? Oh, name someone else. Name a couple because I have a couple. couple. Um, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think about our outline for our first ever podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to think more Batman villains now. There's so many. I would like to see Mister Freeze. Yeah, Mister Freeze would be cool. Ooh, Scarecrow would be cool. Like we've, really... we've got we've got well, Scarecrow yeah, but recently. He wasn't really a main villain. He was kind of just Yo, like, he, was, he was terrifying. He was very, Killian he, Murphy. Was oh, like Killian Murphy Scarecrow. was great. But I'd love to see like a main antagonist, Scarecrow, because Scarecrow is a really good villain, but he just hasn't he hasn't really been in movies as the main villain. Yeah, like, I guess. Killian Murphy was great, but I'd love to see like a really really scary Scarecrow. That'd be sick. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, and. I, I I would genuinely like to see Bane again. Yeah. I feel like we got Bane and Bat in was it in Batman? No, Rises. it's in Batman and Robin. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Awful. Uh but... Dark Knight Rises? Okay. I, like, I, I I really don't hate it. Yeah, but I don't love it either. Yeah. It's not it's not the same as Raz Ghoul or Scarecrow or Joker. No. He is the is very much the weakest of the th- of the four villains. Yeah, I thought throughout so, that so, trilogy, Tom Hardy cried about and people called him small. Sorry, Tom Hardy. Yeah, okay, but uh, no, I, I really do want to see a Killer Croc. Oh, Killer Croc would be. Or awesome. the mutants from the Dark Knight Returns. Oh yeah, they would be cool. And you see yeah. them at the end of the uh, Justice League. Remember, he has them all tied up in front of the Bat Tank. Does he? Is that them? Yeah, it's them. You can oh. see the red glasses. Gotcha. Awesome. Uh, but Pattinson's too young to do that. Yeah, like Pattinson, his Batman's too young. Yeah. I think Joker's a good. Yet. I think Joker should be the final. Joker would be an awesome like because supposedly yeah, he could do more than these three, but right now he signed up for the three. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think we gave a pretty good answer to that. Yeah. Uh, best villain ever. Best villain ever. Oh, this is tough. 
I don't know. I might have to go with Darth Vader, honestly. I mean, it was the first villain. Like, back then, if you're looking at, like, back when the movie came out, that was the first time the, like, your the father is the villain. That was the first time that was ever a thing. Yeah. Darth, and I think, like, Darth that's Vader. been used so much. It, like, and he's, he's so cool, too. Oh, he's yeah, just, he's a badass. He's, like, towering over everybody. Uh, oh, no, Darth, Darth Vader's the voice. The voice is great. What's his dad? Uh, Earl Jones? What's James Earl Jones. Yeah, James Earl Jones. Who he, is not coming back for Obi-Wan. No, if I, I remember. So. I think because Hayden Christensen did do lines. Did he? For the Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. And he had like a voice thing. Gotcha. And he, they said he sounded fine. Like he mm-hmm. did sound good. But then James Earl Jones wanted to do it. So that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Yeah. But no, I think I think that's a great I think, thing. yeah. I think it comes yeah. down to him or Joker. I, yeah. Because I think Joker is just Especially Heath Ledger's. Yeah, and great. even though Joaquin Phoenix is a different type of Joker, still an amazing really performance as Joker. Yeah. And no, I, I'm trying to think of other people. I think Darth Vader, just like... The Saruman's fight. a badass villain. Saruman is really you don't know, He doesn't fight or anything. He's just a badass. He's just a big He's eye. just scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other big bads. I mean, Thanos was badass. Thanos was really Oh, cool. Goblin. Willem Dafoe's Goblin. Yeah. He's up there. Yeah, he's up he's there. He's probably third, sure. though. I yeah. think it's Darth Vader or Joker. I think mm-hmm. we gave the top answers. Right yeah. There. And uh, give a pre-score to the Batman. This is, pre-score bo- to this Batman? is from Justin. Thirty-seven. Be honest. No, you don't believe it. <laughs> no, it's definitely seven out of ten. <laughs> definitely, if it's anything like below an eighty-seven, I'll be disappointed. Yeah, I think. You know, what? I'm going to take a shot here because I have the Dark Knight, which is my favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. I think I have it at a ninety-two. Yeah. I think we guess this is 93 because mm. I really do think it has a chance to be better than the dark. I Knight. think it's going to be great. And like they said, it's going to be like very similar to seven, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, so, yes. Like, oh, I, for sure. It's got John be. Doe's one of the best villains ever. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, he's sure. incredible. Absolutely. But uh, no, what are you most? Ex- this is this is actually a genuine question for me mm-hmm. before we get going. What are you most excited to see in the new Batman? I'm excited to see Bruce Wayne stuff. Like, I am excited, but I know su- supposedly he's not he's not Bruce Wayne very often. Really? Because this is early on when he's late, doesn't have a yeah. life. He's just Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which but I mean, I think, but supposedly Batman like narrates throughout the movie, he? like because he has a journal and you like hear him reading the journal. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think he is crazy at this point. Yeah, I think the thing that's been missing from like you know, Christian Bale did like Bruce Wayne pretty good, but he didn't and then, really do but, any detective stuff. It was more of the like Playboy. And I think well, part. he's going to do the title, but it's going to be Batman being the. Yeah, detective. yeah, but I think Ben Affleck is the one that really missed out on doing Bruce Wayne stuff. But he, he really had his anything. one chance at Bruce Wayne was is some of my favorite. Oh yeah, it's really good when he's talking to Clark more. Kent and he's like, he just starts yeah. messing. I was like, yo, yeah, he's ready to throw hands right now. <laughs> yeah, or when, when like, he goes to the place where he finds Gal Gadot mm-hmm. with the sword and everything. I like that. I I liked him as I thought Ben Affleck was a cool Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I thought so. He just too. didn't get enough time to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That's another miss. If you had done a Batman movie prior to Batman vs. Superman, mm-hmm. I think Batman vs. Superman is a whole different movie. I think so too. Yeah. Because you you give him a movie and give him a movie, mm-hmm. and it's him seeing the whole Kryptonian thing at the end. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And I love the scene in uh in Justice League where Clark Clark Kent's like, How'd you get the house? He's like, Well, I bought the bank. Such a it's that so was cool. the most Bruce it, Wayne thing we've yeah, ever totally seen. Totally Bruce Wayne. It's definitely it's up there. It's great. Yeah, no, and I think what I'm most excited for, and Robert Pattinson was talking about this the other day with Variety. He was saying Batman isn't really a hero yet at this point. Mm-hmm. He's because he's going out of the streets and he has his own vision on justice. He has his vision right now is that if someone does something horrendous, he does that horrendous thing back to you. Yeah. 
which <laughs> it's kind of creepy. And creepy. Uh, but he says that's why he's vengeance in that trailer because mm-hmm. he's not justice yet. He's not Batman. He's just yeah. vengeance. Yeah. Which I'm I'm really excited because the way he explains the fights and everything, he's like it's he takes every person he fights as if that's the person who killed his mother. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. Ooh. I was like, oh my god. He's, he's... And I think the cinematography is <laughs> going to be amazing. Oh yeah, even like the shots in the trailer alone. Because Greg Frazier did did Dune and. Mm-hmm. We saw how Doom looked. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, beautiful. It's going to win Best Cinematography. If, if it doesn't win that movie, it, this is some sort of shit. Yeah, it has If Andrew Garfield doesn't win Best Actor, <laughs> that doesn't win Best... I don't know who's going to win Best Picture because the Oscars are always weird with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think that's all the fan questions we have for today. And thank you to the guys who submitted them. Sorry I didn't get new ones for today. Had a very busy day. But uh, thank you to my sponsors. You guys make the show happen. And so do you, the listeners. If I didn't have you guys, I would have no reason to make the show, and I wouldn't be able to keep having the show or going to see these movies. Yeah. Wouldn't have the money for that. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, yeah. You make money, yeah. you don't pay us. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> now, see, now you put me in bad light. Yeah, well, now all the listeners know. So, you know, what are you going to do now? No, we mentioned this before. Oh, okay. Well, now they know a second time. Thanks. But, uh,. <laughs> My payment is that you get to come on the show more than anyone on the show. Yeah, that's fair. I'm propelling you into the film industry. <laughs> when you're big, you can be like, I started the here. popcorn podcast. That's but uh, no, thank you guys for listening. Ryan, thank you again for coming on. Absolutely. Anytime. I think you're probably going to call on for the Oscar preview episode. Yeah. Well, we're going to, as soon as the Oscars are announced, like as soon as they get dropped, mm-hmm. we're going to guess our, we're going to do pretty much, we're going to have the popcorn podcast Oscars. Actually, we're going to bake our picks mm-hmm. and then we're going to announce them and we're going to have to actually make the decision together. So we have to find a medium to agree on every answer. Mm. So this is going to be a long episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's going to be some things we agree on. Yeah. But and I feel like there's going to be a lot, a lot we disagree of stuff on. we're going to disagree on. <laughs> and uh, lastly, shout out to my mom who made this show happen in the first place. And lastly, shout out to Keto Brick, who actually might be a new sponsor starting next week. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. So thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys next week. See ya.